Hey, welcome to New Hope Underground. And we're back! We are back! Ready to go for another episode. Let's do it. New Hope Underground is just rolling, man. This is like fourth season. And we're like in episode 50-something. Pumping it out, man. It's been rolling. Content. Some good, some good stories this week. Oh, not this stories. week. This summer, I mean. Yeah. Sorry. You've but, had a couple good ones, dude. Yeah. Just recently. It's cool to, to have some stories like that shared. Yeah, we, we've got uh, one coming out with the Jones family. Yeah. I think that should be out before this uh, series overview hits. But the other one, it won't. It may be a little bit, but you had another good interview too. So, you know, we'll keep it on the down low for a while. Yeah, several of them. Cool cool stories coming up. So well, We can tell you it was with another Jones. Another brother, Jones. Adam Jones. Adam Jones. Yeah. And some may not be know him because he, I think he went away to college whenever I first came here like 15 years ago. Got involved with crew ministry in college and has done campus ministry. Yeah, Crew is formerly Campus Crusade for Christ. Yeah. So, so it's like a pretty that's a pretty well known. Yeah, so ministry. He, he's done campus ministry for a long time over in the Kansas City area. He's been a couple different places, but primarily in Kansas City area. Anyway, uh, which makes him a Chiefs fan, which makes him rub it in all the time <laughs> every year. And uh anyway, he's one of our like global outreach partners that we support. And so for him to be able to kind of share what ministry has been going on through him and even the new season that he's in now with his ministry, which is drastically different than what he'd been doing. And I'm just giving a little tease with that because what he's actually doing is really, really exciting. Uh, and even is some foreshadowing of things where we feel God is leading us in the future. So it's exciting. No, it's really cool. And you need to get to know our missionaries, the people that we support Around the world, actually. So it's really cool. Yeah, so that's why anytime we get our, we, we operate in the currency of stories, we always talk about stories of movement, stories of God moving uh, in the world, in our lives, in our community. And so we love to, to spend that currency of stories of movement, try to tell those stories when we can, and those are examples of them. And that's why New Hope Underground exists, is to share stories like that. Yeah, when we say movement, we mean movement in the kingdom of God. Yeah. The fact that someone would come to Christ, the fact that, I mean, it says in the Bible, the only time the angels rejoice is when someone comes to repentance or comes to Jesus. Yeah. So we want to share those stories. And then also just just how people are becoming stronger disciples or making disciples. Yeah. That's movement. Yeah, absolutely. Know? So, And before we get into our series overview, which we're going to be talking about our new series coming up, and I'll let you introduce that in just a second. Sure. Let's talk about some important things, and that is, I got a new hat. You got a new hat. See, right here. I never know what any of the hats you have I know. Re- represent. See this? This I'm, is cool. I'm not convinced they actually represent anything. This is a flying squirrel. <laughs> Just the head of a flying squirrel. Of course it, of course Richmond, it is. Virginia. Richmond flying oh. squirrels. I so, bet if I talked to my family about it, they'd probably, my like in-laws, which my mother-in-law is actually coming into town. Well, I'm sure today. they're big minor league baseball fans. <laughs> yeah. Well, I bet, <laughs> I mean, I bet my father-in-law <laughs> he would know. and my brother-in-law might be familiar. Oh, the with flying squirrel. I got two flying squirrels hats. One is the actual all, whole body of the flying squirrel. And then I have this one. It's just kind of the angry head, <laughs> which is, I think is pretty awesome. But anyway. It looks pretty angry. <laughs> I'm a little intimidated. <laughs> You should be. You really should be. You should be intimidated by an angry cartoon squirrel. Yeah. But anyway, we are. Yeah. Let's go on. Move. What introduced the series to us? New series coming up. Yeah. It's it's funny. It's been a while since we've done one because we've been in a longer series called Summer on the Mount. Uh, we did that one, but it was so long ago. Yeah, yeah it was so right. long ago that. It's like you forget like, oh yeah, other series are coming up because we just spent the whole summer in it. But no, we're getting ready to launch uh, 
a series coming up uh, through the whole month of August. I didn't get that. Did you try My that? Siri just wanted to know what we were talking about. Oh, she didn't get that? I can say it again. I don't understand why Siri always goes off. That on was my... super loud. <laughs> <laughs> Let me turn Siri off completely. There you go. That just means they're always listening. <laughs> for good or for bad. That's right. But uh, yeah, so we're we're starting uh, now that we know Siri is paying attention. Well, at least we, at least we, we have we know we have one in the audience. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we're starting a new series in the uh, that will run through the whole month of August. It is in some ways a bit of a vision series. Yes, actually, I mean, we may I don't know if we're necessarily branding it that way per se, um, but it, it really is kind of serving that uh, called battle ready that we're really really excited about because. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's just the, the season we're in. I don't know if it's in our culture, just in our world that there, there are battles in the world. There are big battles going on in our individual lives, but then just in, in the world as a whole. And there's a, there's a, a constant call even through Jesus in his teachings, but then in the scriptures about being ready, yeah, being prepared yeah. Uh, for the bat, the day of battle, um, the day of evil. Um, sometimes that language is used, and uh, and so we're going to talk about what does what does that look like to get ready, uh, to stay ready, and how we can do that together. And he uses that language a lot for people who are like, if you choose to become a Christian, right then, yeah, you know, it's not like necessarily this day that's coming all yeah. the time. It's more like that once you decide to follow me, you better be battle ready because it's coming. Because battles are going to come simply by following Jesus. Now, we need a big voiceover. I mean, battle ready? Come on. Can you do a good voiceover for what, that? You mean like a... Like a like an introduction? Like, oh, geez. Battle ready. You know what I mean? Battle ready. Yeah, there we go. Something like that. <laughs> coming, <laughs> coming this August. We need to get Jonathan <laughs> to do Sunday, it. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. We, we need to get Jonathan to do it because I still haven't hit puberty yet, so... <laughs> <laughs> He's got the voice for and face for radio. You're 38, man. I think uh, you should have hit it by now. I'm 39. 39. Thank, oh thank my gosh, I forgot. I'll be 40 this fall. Oh my gosh, I'm a year behind, dude. Yeah, you look you look you look so young. I know. Uh, in fact, I thought 38. I was a year older than what you were. <laughs> you're afraid you're going to insult me. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so really, really excited about this. Uh, just so what's be- what's kind of the essence then? I mean, we got four weeks in August. And uh, I know we're going to have some special stuff going on a little bit with this series. So yeah, there and there, there's multiple stories and teachings of Jesus where he warns about that of saying, mm-hmm. "Hey, th- things can come unexpectedly." I mean, he even talks about his return like that of saying, "It will come on a day that you do not know. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, mm-hmm. You know, you can't, you won't, don't know exactly when it is. So you must always be ready. You must be prepared." And that I mean, you can talk about kind of the quintessential day of the Lord or day of evil or that, that, you know, the great battle or whatever. Um, But the truth is there's microcosms of that in our life all the time that things hit us, the diagnosis, the job loss, the relationship falling apart, estrangement with a child, you know, a son or a daughter, things like that hit us in ways that we're just not ready for and not expecting. Um, but we do have that enduring promise, surely I am with you always to the very end of the age, um, that we know God is with us and we can prepare for those days, that we can be battle ready, that the enemy is constantly uh, at war with us. We think because there's no physical war going on in the world that 
things are good and life is fine. And we're always pushing to that, you know, place of equilibrium and comfort and stuff like that. But the truth is Ephesians five or no, not five Ephesians six talks about, we don't struggle with flesh and our struggle is not with flesh and blood, right? but the dark powers of this present age. So it's not even something that's just going to come in the future that there are powers in the world that are actively warring against us. Mm. And, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, even I was thinking about, you know, in, uh, in first Peter, it talks about, uh, abstaining from the sinful desires of your flesh that wage war against your soul. Mm. So it's not, it's not even just exterior things too. Sometimes the battle that we have to prepare for is the inner battle too, Mm -hmm. that we, that we have this flesh, we have these desires that are broken and distorted and try to lead us away from loyalty to Christ. And so there's even a war that wages within us too, of like preparing for the day of battle that is within me when I hit those days of temptation or those times of trial or hardship. Peter also says the devil's like a, you know, prowling lion and uh, he says, resist and an active, active resistance, like is this resisting arrest kind of thing, like with that battle inside of yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. And one thing I was going to say was you, you were talking about how there's this day of the Lord coming, but at the same time, like I was kind of saying, you were also saying about as soon as you become a Christian, I mean, you, you have this fight going on. It's that already but not yet. We love yeah. that. You and I love that phrase because oh, yeah. that really does sum up a lot of New Testament teaching. Yeah. And yeah. Old Testament for that matter, but but there's this kind of this already but but not yet feeling to the, to yeah. uh, a lot of the things that are being taught. And it's cool because I mean that, that even pervaded the summer on the Mount series too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of just even the nature of what Jesus is teaching in the sermon on the Mount was that the kingdom has been inaugurated in his, in his ministry, his life, his death and his resurrection. So we're living in the essence that the kingdom of God is here. He says, it's among you. It's, it's, it's in you. Mm. Um, and yet at the same time, it's not consummated. That it's not it's not come in full completion like the the language that I've almost heard is it's like there was this old age that was that was present that we're with but then a new age is beginning to break in and it's almost like there's an overlap between the two and as the new age is beginning to enter in the old one is beginning to pass away but we still live in this crossover right now where it's like yes it's true the kingdom is here the new age has come in many ways but the old one is still here it is passing away Mm -hmm. but it's still here and we live in the reality of both at the same time wow which is interesting yeah i always i always found that to be like a useful metaphor no that's good and it just goes to show when you say battle ready we're referring to both you know yeah i mean this this whole it's not just because it's easy to and I mean, and this is can where it can feel a bit more Old Testament. Like it was easy for them to point to the Canaanites and say, those are our enemies or, you know, these groups of people are our enemies um, that to view our enemies as exterior to us that I can see and touch and point and blame. But then you see the New Testament new testament begin to shift which actually just revealed a reality it was already true but it's revealing the reality that there's unseen enemies around us but then also and this is the bad news that precedes the good news is that you're the enemy too Mm, mm. that the scriptures i mean ephesians 2 we were enemies of god Mm. children of wrath that's who you were, like in our sin, left to our sin. Even though we bore the image of God, though we were children of God, created by God, we bear his image because of our sin. Like I know a lot of times we talk about sin through the language of disease, like mm-hmm. sin is a sickness. Mm-hmm. But I remember hearing a, a 
preacher talk about this like yes sin is talked about as a sickness but primarily in the bible it's talked about as rebellion mm-hmm. you are actively resisting yeah. the god of the universe you are in active rebellion against him and boy i gotta tell you i don't like to hear that right <laughs> it's true yeah. but yeah. it's like that's that that's the bad news that precedes the good but while we were still enemies of god christ reconciled us to himself he made peace between us and god through the through his death and resurrection and so well the but, principalities and powers you're talking about like from ephesians 6 yeah is is they they're in rebellion mm. and they're just yeah. they're just pulling us along with them and they're that's trying a, to incite that in us yeah. of like and that's the kind of the the, the very first sin is basically being convinced that i can be god you don't need god you can be like god you, you yeah. can yeah you can be your own boss and god does god doesn't have your best interest in mind so go ahead and take the fruit yeah it's fine but yeah, so there's, I mean, there's, there is an exterior, exterior battle to us that we need to be ready for, but we don't always realize what it is. I tend to look at my neighbor and think, oh, he's my enemy because he wronged me, but realize that, no, they're the goal. They're, mm. not, they're not the enemy. Right. They're the ones we're trying to win. We're, we want them to be on our team that Christ, you know, Christ wants them to be reconciled to God too. Um, but there's also this inner battle to prepare for of, Man, I have all kinds of distorted desires that point ways that don't glorify to God and what it looks like to to crucify, crucify my flesh and, and say no to my desires. Self-denial, which is not talked about a lot. <laughs> yeah. Who, <laughs> like who our, wants to talk about that? Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's, it's interesting because, you know, to be, to be, to be battle-ready and kind of the way that we're, uh, we've been discussing it, it requires something of us in the sense of like you said like self self-denial but also just having this discussion about who the enemy is yeah is good for like sometimes sometimes our world is just so chaotic yeah and i think the devil's got that kind of plan you know what i mean like he's all about chaos and the bible talks often about chaos in general terms as being referring to this us going wayward of what god's way is and then we end up hurting each other thinking like you said thinking we're the enemies you know just being able to line that out better uh might might help you know if i if i understand my neighbor's not my enemy mm. <laughs> just and think that, of think of how that improves the relationship right away yeah which is what i think why forgiveness plays such a huge part just in human yeah. life in general um because if i'm not willing to forgive then i'm bitter against this person i resent them and then they become my enemy and then i'm focused on them and the enemy loves that because he lo- he loves to to sow seeds of disunity between people. Now, why is, I'm going to set you up here, but why is this? You mentioned before this somewhat of a vision series. Mm. Why is that? Yeah, I'll, and I'll give a little bit of a teaser for those who are watching exactly and, and listening. People that are that come on here and watch and listen to I mean, us, you, they need, they deserve a yeah. teaser. If they if they go as far <laughs> to, as to go onto YouTube, they deserve they deserve, they deserve to. Yeah. To get a little to sit teaser. here and watch us two guys sitting at a table talking, you deserve it. So we we are going to talk about just varying dimensions of what it means to get ready for the day of battle, whether that's an outward battle or inward battle. I mean, we're going to cover various things in the series, but then what I'm going to do and trying to think of the best way to say it without spoiling it, but I also want to I want to wave the carrot a little bit. We're going to talk about what it looks like to get ready together hmm. the third week. And this is where I'm going to present a new way of viewing membership Mm. in our church Mm. in a way that we've never done before. And there's going to be challenge to it. It's going to call us to something higher than we ever have. 
and, and it's centered around the idea of membership and what it means to be a member of our church. And so I'm going to unpack some of what that looks like and how I believe that this, what I feel like God is calling us to around this kind of new season of, of how we do membership, uh, will help prepare us for the day of battle. It will help us get ready together, essentially. Mm. I won't say anything more than that because I don't want to give it away, but there's some exciting things about what it looks like for that. Well, so I, I think is it's... That, an, is that cryptic enough? No, I think I think <laughs> it's important to realize. I think it's good for us to put it out there. It's important to realize that come ready to be challenged. Yeah. you know, And come ready to dive in and, and, and journey with us. You know? and, and what I'm excited about that particular week is i mean i'm going to present some new ideas but then it's very tangibly like we have new ministry initiative new ministry initiative we're launching this fall that i'm going to unpack in that message which i i gave people a little bit of a teaser at the beginning of the year saying we have some big things that are coming up later this year and I, and I was like, you'll just have to wait. We'll be unveiling them later in the we're year. starting to roll that's, them out. That's what this is. Yeah, we're starting to roll them out. I'm going I'm to be talking about that in this that particular message. And then I'm going to be announcing us rolling some of that out in the fall. So it's becoming very real, which is exciting. But I also know, man, it's, it's big stuff and it shifts and the enemy doesn't want us moving forward. And so right. he's going to do everything he can to distract or discourage or disunify. Um, but I believe... This series is even going to be speaking to some of those things too, to not let us do that. Yeah, and we also have some special things planned for the last week yeah. of the series on August twenty seventh. So, do you want to give a little teaser? Yeah, I that? think so. I, I think people that are listening, you know, we we're going to hear from people. We want to hear we want to hear stories of how of movement, how God has been working yeah. in people's lives in various ways, and what it means to be the church, mm. and the very challenge we're going to lay out there for us to start to be the church and not just go to church. Yeah, that's awesome. That, that very challenge, we want to uh, let it be known that a lot of people are already doing that in so many ways. And, and and a lot of people are reflecting very truly our core values. Yeah. You know, which is to gather, grow, and go. And we're going to be really hitting, hitting that and talking about that. But on that 27th, uh, we're not going to have a sermon. Mm. You know, so, but you're going to hear, you're going to hear some, some people really are like, good Woo, stuff. That's so. great. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on a second. No, I mean, it's just going to yeah. be a very, very different thing. I mean, we talk about our vision being about wanting to. No sermon. Oh, no, there's no, I thought I had sound going. You got to turn the, you got to yeah. turn the volume up. There we go. We all, I always do that. You do the same thing. Don't I you? did the same thing yeah. to Hope, Hope Custer whenever. <laughs> <laughs> I can't but make this any louder. I, I do not know how to shut Siri off. <laughs> Go ahead. Siri, we don't need you to be any louder. Thank you, Siri. <laughs> anyway, uh, but I mean, we talk about our vision being about desiring to see a greater movement of Jesus in each new generation. Right. And so, like I said before, so it makes sense that one of the our biggest forms of currency is stories. Like that's how we, that's how we that's how we measure success. That's how we know we're accomplishing uh, what God is calling us to do. It's more than just you know the number of people in seats or how much money is given. Again, attendance and giving and all that stuff. That's great and that's important and that points to some things. But it's like stories of movement of how God is changing people's lives and drawing them closer to Himself. Yeah. Um, Man, we just we don't talk about that enough for being how, for how important it actually is, and so that last week is going to kind of point to some of that, which That's is awesome, which I'm very excited about. It's awesome. Hey, it's coming. 
Give me the battle ready. Ready? It's coming. Battle ready.